Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Light in the Morning podcast. I'm excited to welcome to Margo Lemmark. Margo, how are you? I'm great, Neil. A little chilly. It's raining. <laughs> Isn't this the strangest August ever? We've had more rain in August than I ever imagined, especially in uh, Pittsburgh. It just seems like every day it rains. So uh, interesting. I know. Well, now we've got Fred and Grace coming our way. So oh, goodness. Well, that's you. So that means there's more rain. So I guess the uh, the <laughs> gods are not happy with us right now, I could say, with all the things from COVID to Afghanistan, all that. All right, so let's yeah. go to the next chapter we're going to discuss today. Yes. All right. So the next chapter, it, it's called A Message in the Casket, and it's because the message I got from this guy was literally left in the casket when I saw him. It's very interesting. Um, you know, this was, his name was Steve. He was my next door neighbor growing up, and we went to college together, so I knew him very, very well. And he was a really interesting character. Um, he, uh, how do you describe him? He, he was so electric. He would come into the room and literally create chaos. <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. He was really fun, really lively, funny. But boy, he'd come bursting through the room. And, and when he did that, everything would change. He, he Everything became, he studied chemistry and everything became a chemical reaction when he walked in the room because he, he was just so unusually um, electrifying. I, I don't know how else to describe this guy. And so it, it's interesting that when he died, what I saw in him, you know, um, uh, I gave the eulogy for him over the phone. It wasn't COVID yet. Um, and we didn't have Zoom yet. Oh so what gosh. I did is I called the funeral home and they put the phone up to the microphone in the room. <laughs> My brother, who was actually there at the funeral, said it was just like I was standing in front of the room. So it worked. And I, I gave this very moving eulogy and everything for him. And then after the funeral, my brother sent me a photograph of Steve in his casket with all the flowers around. Oh and the amazing, yeah, and Neil, the amazing thing was he was in, okay, most people, when, when you go to a funeral, they're there in their dark suit with a tie and a white shirt. That's what people get buried in, right? Well, not Steve. He was in a bright red Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, and you know, it, it, it gave me such a clear message about how we should just be ourselves. We should just totally be ourselves. When I saw that red Hawaiian shirt, I, I just realized that we should all be so self-realized as to wear red Hawaiian shirt to our own funeral. You know, Steve was just there ready to go on to the next gig. He was gone. He was in his red shirt, just showing off who he really was. <laughs> and, you know, we don't change when we die. We're the same person. We're the same spirit. And so it was so symbolic to me that just exactly how he was in life, there he was laying in death, right? Just bright, electrifying, <laughs> just red, bright shirt, you, you know. So that that was my lesson from him is just 
to let go of everything everyone has ever told you about how you should be or what you should do. Just be yourself. Don't conform to anybody else's style or doctrine. Just live your truth in the way you were created. God created you for a reason and he created you exactly how he wanted you to be. And, you know, that's where we find our greatest joy is just in being ourselves, you know, and we're all different. So we should all just be the different snowflakes that we are. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's the key thing that you're talking about is be that, be who you are, be the person you're, that God wants you to be. Don't be the person that somebody else wants you to be, be who you are. Right. Right. And, you know, we have such standards. We, 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 we compare ourselves to other people all the time. And, you know, we're so competitive in this lifetime and we try to dress like the person that we admire and no, 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 just be yourself, you know, and the sooner we can learn that it, it's, it's really, we're going to have a much more fulfilling and more joyful life because, you know, when you can just let down your guard, that's when you laugh, you enjoy your friends, you just don't care. I wish I wish we could all just take our mirrors and throw them away. <laughs> just break them. Exactly, <laughs> you know? exactly. So we can all just be who we feel we are inside, you know. You think that's the theme, basically, that we should take from today's episode? Yeah, well, you know, you know, when somebody dies, it's the only time we truly reflect on just that person, you know, regardless of how we saw them in life, regardless of what we thought of them and regardless of our relationship with them, our vision is clear. Once they leave their body, it's so interesting because when we're in the body, we're looking at what they wear, what they say, how they're acting, but when they don't have a body anymore, we see them for who they are. And there's a reason from that because we learn something from how they were in their life. It's their parting gift to us. Their entire life adds up to their moment of death that we see in their face at that point when they pass over. We talked about that before. And their essence at that moment is their gift to us because we learn something from who they are. And simultaneously, it's our opportunity to accept them and finally appreciate them and keep their essence alive within us. So that's how they become part of us. And that is the great gift of death. There's a reason we have funerals because we get to really see that person from, for who they were. And we learn something. And I learned something from Steve, you know, after being with him for so much of my life and seeing him just be the way he is, I really saw him in that casket. I saw just how unique and incredible that person was, you know, and it just taught me to be myself no matter what, wear that red Hawaiian shirt. We should all go out shopping right now. Let's go exactly. shopping, Neil, and find our version of that red Hawaiian shirt so we can really truly be ourselves. See, that I, is I, the I, message of this. And I think it's a great chapter. message because people always care what people think instead of live their life. Because if we wouldn't, the amount of time we focus in our mental capacities on things that are going to go wrong, the time we spend every day. And it's very interesting. Uh, I look at manifestation in so many aspects and that if we're manifesting things that are going to go wrong, they are going to go wrong in our life. If we're manifesting things That's that are going to right. go right, they're going to go right in our life. And it's hard because as human beings, we just feel that maybe God is supposed to give us this horrible life on earth. And that's not true. It, that is, you know, right. 
No, that's exactly right. I'll give you another really interesting example. When I was managing this rock band, I remember I was in my real estate office and I had just had my last closing of the year. It was October. And at that time, we didn't have a winter season. So I wasn't going to make any more money until like May. It was be a long time. I had to live on the money I just made. And my band, um, the band I was managing was going on the road with the Counting Crows. So guess what I wanted to do? I wanted to jump in the van with the band. I didn't want to sit there and what, make cold calls in real estate. I mean, so here's what I did. I thought, okay, God, you created me this way. You're going to have to support me. I'm going to jump in that van with the band because that's who I truly am. And that moment really changed me because I did that. I, I, I had very little money and I had to worry about how I was going to eat for the next five months. But that wasn't me to sit and worry about it and to sit and make cold calls to people or something. I jumped in that van. And you know what? After I got in the van, about 30 minutes later, I got a phone call from somebody wanting to buy this very expensive lot. And the commission on that was (laughs) $20,000. So, you know, it's a perfect example of just being yourself. If you be yourself, you'll get support. It's when you're not being yourself that you don't get support. You make God happy and he supports you when you are yourself. Great point. And the best place to check you out is go to lightinthemorning.com and you'll also check out the podcast. Make sure you guys subscribe and share the podcast, uh, the Light in the Morning podcast, and look forward to talking to the next chapter with you next week. Me too, Neil. I look right. forward to it. Thanks, Margo. Take care. You're welcome. Bye-bye. All right. That was the Light in the Morning podcast, guys. Take care.